Public Pod Show is produced and managed by podtalk.co.uk. I'm Mark Mason. And I'm Susanna Hornby. Episode 45, introducing Catherine Allerton from the marketing team of The New Woolsey, our co-host for this episode. Hi, thank you for having me on the show. This is really exciting. Absolute pleasure to have you, Kat. Thanks for joining us. Get ready for some of the best behind-the-scenes chats, a peek into the lives of this talented team, and plenty of grown-up laughter. Introducing the full cast, choreographer, and director of Jack and the Beanstalk, which is showing at the New Woolsey in theatre and via live stream. So wherever you are in the world, you can join in. So we're starting with Kate Gollidge, the director, and Dara O'Leary, the choreographer. Um, welcome, guys. It's good to have you on here. Thank you very much. Hello. Hello, everybody. Sorry, I sound like this. I'm not very well today. <laughs> oh, I mean, we, we hope you get better soon. It's not sounding fun. I can guarantee it's definitely not COVID. We're all testing multiple times a week, and I'm testing multiple times a day. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, our first question really um, is for you, Kate. Congratulations, first of all. We're watching your Jack and the Beanstalk grow and develop from the very beginning. How are rehearsals coming along? We're having a great time in rehearsals. We did our first run through today of up to page 91. Uh, we didn't quite get to the end, but Act 1 is in really good shape and Act 2 is coming along. We got a bit stuck with the giant. Right. There's a lot to wrangle, um, but <laughs> rehearsals are really fun. We're laughing a lot. Um, we're making a lot of great music and everyone, I think, is having a really nice time. Yeah, I think they are. I mean, I know they are. Everybody's smiling all the time, so you know. <laughs> They can't be faking it for that long. Yeah, whenever we've seen behind the scenes or anything like that, it always looks like everyone's having a lovely time. So yeah. it looks it looks great. And Dara, welcome as well. Thank you. Um, you play a very key part in the in the production too, um, choreographer. So, I mean, the movement really brings the show to life, doesn't it? So, and Jack has quite a bit of movement. Can you tell us a bit more about his sequences, showing his character? Yeah, I suppose a lot of people think a choreographer just does the dance steps, does like the five, six, seven, eight, and off we go. But the whole show is filled with movement, like the stories that people's bodies are telling, the stories that the puppets, we've got two giant puppets in the show. I said giant. One is a giant and one is a cow. And also <laughs> like the way Kate and I work, we work a lot with like the rhythm and the dynamics within a scene and within storytelling. So it's the the choreography of everything, essentially, the mm. kind of seen and visible and not so visible elements, but they're part of the rhythm of mm. the storytelling. Yeah. Can yeah. I ask, do you pick that up when you're looking at the script? Do you start imagining how it's going to actually play out on the stage or do you wait until you're in the room? It's a mixture of both. Um, you can get kind of some clues from the script, but I find that I work best when I'm in front of the actors and you just see kind of their impulses and mm. where they want to kind of drive something. You kind of go, I saw you did that there. What if we kind of move this and extend that mm. and maybe make that a little bit smaller? So it's it's definitely a collaborative thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. I imagine it's quite different choreographing puppets as well as humans as well. That The movements that you do, I'm assuming you have to change those up a little bit and that kind of thing because they're puppets. I'd say the most difficult part of that is when you're working with more than one actor. Mm. So Bessie the cow is a front end and a back end, obviously. <laughs> um, so it's getting both of those actors to work as one brain. Mm. Yeah. And also with the scale of these puppets we have, it's getting them to think about how might these things move at a slower and heavier pace, particularly the giant. He is like, what is he, three and a half metres high or something like that? Something like that. Mm -hmm. He's huge. 
So getting Joe, the actor, to think about how the movements might be just that bit heavier and slower and how might that kind of feed into the overall presence of the giant as opposed Mm. to Joe's natural 26-year-old actor movements. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I think a lot of it, a lot of the way that we work together is just observing who we've got in the room and watching what they bring and then drawing on whatever threads will help us to unlock something. It's like unlocking Mm. levels in a video game. Mm. Mm. So an actor will be doing something that we will notice and then either I in the text or Dara in the movement will press for more of that. Mm. And then that opens up another layer, another layer. Mm -hmm. Just always trying to open as many doors as possible. Yeah. So sometimes even things that you wouldn't think had anything to do with movement world, but it's something that Dara says that will open up that door for them. Mm. Mm. Brilliant. Very good. No, that's that's really cool. And um, and you're a really accomplished director, Kate. What drew you to this production? Why Jack and the Beanstalk? Well, I had a lovely time working here at the New Wolsey on Aladdin in 2019. And so I was really excited to be asked back to do Jack. Jack is in every way more complicated than Aladdin, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've got Obviously, the two the two puppets. Um, we've everything is big in this production. There's a big cow. There's a big giant. There's a big beanstalk. We'll say the live stream element, mm-hmm. um, which Pete Rose said to me is really exciting, and it is is very exciting to be working in that way. Um, it's the first time that we have done filming as part of a process. Mm-hmm. Uh, we spent the first week filming all over Ipswich and on a green screen and in the forest and on a bus. Um, <laughs> and that was a really appealing thing to have to do as part of a production and something that was new to both of us. Yeah. But I think mainly I love working with actor musicians. Uh, they are just incredible plate spinners that can do multiple things at the same time. And you can just keep stretching them and stretching them and asking them to do more things. And they just keep saying yes. <laughs> so the spirit in the room is what drew me to the production. Yeah. There's such a sense of fun and such a uh, can-do attitude. Mm-hmm. Dara, so you describe yourself as a choreographer, movement director, educator. Can you tell us a bit more about your work? It's pretty varied, which I'm very, very grateful for. Um, as a performer, I primarily worked in musical theatre for about 10 years, 10 years or so. And musical theatre was all I did. But now as a choreographer, movement director and educator, I get to work across theatre, be it both plays, musical theatre. I also have worked in live events, a lot of Olympic ceremonies. So it's doing the work I'm now doing has kind of opened up a lot of kind of avenues and it's become quite diverse and quite interesting. And it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, there's never a dull moment. (laughs) We've noticed right from the beginning how well you two just absolutely work together. Amazing. What's the secret of your success as a partnership? Food. Food. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we we love food and it's whatever gets us from one meal to the next and all the other stuff's in between. Um, (laughs) And also, undying love and respect. Oh, good, I'm glad there was something else. Uh, Um, Dara is actually the best cook I know, so food is a big part of it. Uh, We usually discuss what we're having for lunch while we're eating breakfast, discuss what we're having for dinner while we're eating lunch. But in between, I think the secret to our partnership is we say yes to each other all the time. Mm. So if someone wants to try something, there's always the space for that, isn't there? And I think we're, I think as people, we're very different. And so we will often approach things differently. Mm -hmm. 
when you're making a panto, it's interesting because the audience will come and they'll see a lot of chaos. But in order for the chaos to function, there has to be order. Mm-hmm. And so I make the chaos and then Dara makes it into order. And then from the order, we make it back into chaos again. Yeah. So I think the, the contrast in how we both are as people is is a pretty good part of it. Mm. Yeah. And I think that thing that you touched on as well about us moving across each other, we're never, we never feel that we can never chip in on each other's work. Like when Kate does the talking and I'm doing the dancing, Kate will sometimes say, oh, what about that in the dancing? And I won't take offense to that. And mm. I might say, oh, the way they've kind of done that bit in the talking. What about this? So yeah, I haven't really thought about that. We're, mm. There is kind of a cross-pollination that we're not afraid of. Mm. We're not, That's, which is another yeah. little secret. That is. That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you. But if you want the recipe for the cheesy gnocchi bake that we had for dinner last night... <laughs> go on the BBC Good Food website. <laughs> <laughs> we're asking everyone, so it's that time. Do you have, or can you give us, one of your favourite Christmas cracker jokes? Go on. Um, mine is specially selected based on how I feel today. Why did the elf go to the doctor? Don't know. Why did the elf go to the doctor? Because she had tinselitis. Oh, oh. not <laughs> I think that's more of a wah, wah, wah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, if you told us that button was there. Right, start here, this recording again. We can do it for my joke. Okay. Um, what is the best Christmas present? Don't know. What is not the best sure. Christmas present? A broken drum. You just can't beat it. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Yes, thank you very much for that. I will remember that especially. (laughs) Listen, thank you both for joining us. Thank you. And we wish you every success with the show. We cannot wait to see it. Great. Uh, It starts on the 25th, but we're going to put all that detail at the end of this podcast episode. So good luck and many thanks for joining us. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Now we have Steve Simmons and Daniel Carter Hope. Hello. Yo. Steve Simmons, we generally call you Romford, so mm-hmm. I hope you're happy with that. Um, yeah. Daniel, we call you DCH. Saves a lot of time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Romford will come to you first, or we should call you Dame Dolly Durden, really, yes. at this point. You've been at the Woolsey many times before, but this is your second season in a row as our Dame. Mm. Um, what's it like being back <laughs> at the Woolsey? Yeah, it's like, like, well, it's better than last time because it's, uh, there's, there's, there's more show. <laughs> <laughs> which is good but uh, no I mean like last year was brilliant it was the f- first time playing Dame in front of the uh, Suffolk crowd mm-hmm. crowd I, I know and love very well <laughs> um, yeah so it, it's, it's really exciting uh, doing this one and uh, yeah it's, it's great yeah and DCH, you're playing Squire Snuffbox. What's his Hooray. role in Jack and the Beanstalk? Uh, as often occurs in my illustrious career, he's the incompetent father figure. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's, he he um. wields a velvet glove of authority. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And obviously has a, a fleeting romance with another character in the show. Who could that uh, it's be? Not the, it's not the cow. <laughs> it's not close, though. In some scenes, yes. Yeah. I, I wanted it to got be the, the same cow. amount of others. Yeah, it has. <laughs> it's terrifying. Just to give you an insight into rehearsing the romantic sequence, mm. today, after a very busy morning, yeah. when a... Uh, our hard-working dame was drenched in sweat. I had to be nuzzled in her bosom. Yeah. And because right. we're not in costume, that meant face first into your sweaty cleavage, didn't it, It Stephen? pretty much was that, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it was horrific. Right. Yeah. I needed a skin graft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 
you know, we we do this stuff for our lovely audience, don't we? Yeah, yeah. So it's more convincing and believable. Say, for the love of the job, you've got to do it. Yeah. You've got to go yeah, there. You have yeah. indeed. It was, that, it was that great thing early, wasn't it, when I <laughs> fell down. And then when I got up, there was the perfect outline of sweat of my shoulders. <laughs> yeah. It's the, the floor. It was the Turin Shroud of like, Romford. It was like the worst, sweat. sweatiest poltergeist ever. So, Romford, I mean, the, the dame is, is sort of the lead in any pantomime. Yeah. Um, <sighs> you hold the show together in, oh, yeah. in many, many ways. Can we expect the usual capers and one-liners? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. All the capers, all yeah. the one-liners, yeah. It's like... It, it, I always try and add different ones if I can. <laughs> Some of the old ones always find their ways back in, don't they? Somehow. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. It's because it took me a year to remember them, so yeah. yeah. I'll do it again this year. Oh, you've got Joe's disease. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> We're a very close cast. We are, yeah. Do you sometimes make it up as you go along because it's working? Yeah. I, well, I mean, in, in t- to the extent, I mean, a lot, a lot of like the slapstick stuff is is very uh, rhythm based. So mm-hmm. when it comes to that. If you can, you sort of got to you know keep it on the poles yeah. because that's what makes it funny. But but when things go wrong, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Other actors get annoyed if you start adding extra punches and slaps. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, for one, don't oh, enjoy no. that. No. Yeah. no, I imagine that's not particularly fun. No, I think that would be. A, you do actually fight it. No, no, you fall in love with each other in the big time pantomime. I'm assuming. <laughs> big time. I mean, Easy. you do anyway. Yeah, out of pantomime. I mean, we we, real- we share the same digs. We're sharing the same love and. Uh, Help me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, DCH, you're, you're all active Hello. musicians in the cast. We all um, are. Some very skilled musicians. Honestly, you're and me. amazing. And, too. Yeah. Um, and this show is packed with great rock and roll hits. Can you tell us a bit more about the songs we might expect to hear? Um, well, there's lo- lots of classic soul numbers in there, mm-hmm. which are very nice to hear. They're a lot of fun to play. But then there's also there's a smattering of modern pop numbers uh, where usually I'm playing a bass line that would have been played by a robot. So instead of the robots taking over, I'm, I'm clawing something That's back from them. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but so there's, yeah. yeah, I think there's something for every age. And also yeah. some of the songs have a different kind of twist on them to what you might be used to. Mm. So it's, it's yeah, it's a, it should be a lot of fun. And there's so many of them. There's a lot. <laughs> there's so many. I, I laid all the music out on my bed at the digs yesterday and it completely covered it. So I've been <laughs> using it as an extra blanket rather than learning them. Yeah. And, uh, That's why it's called sheet music. It is. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's why you're the day. <laughs> Hooray! There you go. <laughs> um, a solo? Hey, what? Are, are you singing a solo? Uh, I, I've d- d- demanded it and they've refused. Oh, so you're not, are you? I didn't no, feel no, that. I've got away oh, with it. Yeah. God. <sighs> I'm particularly looking forward to that. By popular request, I am not singing. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, obviously, you sing quite a bit. <sighs> I, I there's only two I, I I take the lead in <laughs> a lot of BVs though oh no oh, yeah I'm, we're I'm, doing that I'm lying in I there's a few in the band stage why am I looking at you like you know I don't know I'm yeah. not listening yeah basically yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thanks a lot for expanding yeah. on that. I okay. just sort of, yeah, I sort of do do a lot of singing. Yeah, you yeah. have a it's lovely song. It's not really song. singing, though, is it? it? It's more sort of noises <laughs> in time. Yeah. Is it hard singing in a dame voice? Is that? It's actually it's not far off my normal singing voice. <laughs> yeah. so it comes okay. incredibly naturally uh, to me. Yeah. yeah. The dame has your voice only louder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Joke time. Ah. Have you got? A Christmas cracker joke. Go. All right, I'll go. But you're the expert on jokes. I've got one, but you probably all know this mm-hmm. one. Uh, why do squirrels swim on their backs? Why do squirrels swim on their backs? To keep their nuts dry. 
Thank you. Okay. <clears throat> that was very funny. Thank you. <laughs> Does that mean it's cut? Uh, oh. No, it stays. Everything stays. Does it? Yeah. Right. Come on, master. No pressure. <laughs> I spent most of my Christmas people not laughing at jokes, so I might as well get used to it now. My, my favourite always used to be two snowmen at the top of a hill, and one goes, Can you smell carrots? <laughs> yeah, very good. I, I'm not even going to do the drum roll for that. Wow. It's wow. surreal, that one, though, isn't it's it? It's very That's, surreal. Yeah. Well, the, the one, no, the, the other one. Oh, the one that you like to. Yeah. Uh, this this guy comes up to me and goes, "Do you believe in ghosts?" And I go, "Of course I don't, you stupid Elizabethan sailor." <laughs> See, that's a that's a good one. That's, yeah, that's, that's, hot, that's there we go. <laughs> Thank you. It's not really a cracker that one. That's, that's a lot. Of, that gets through a lot of ink. You stupid Christmas Elizabethan sailor. He'll pull it in Christmas Carol somewhere. Won't they? Are you living with each other at the moment? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> The mortgage offers come through. That's right. Yeah, it, was, it was cheaper for tax reasons. Right. Yeah. We get a lot of that, don't we? We hear yeah, that. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, both of you, thank for joining you. us. My pleasure. I'm sorry Thanks this is so us. short and sweet, but it's been very entertaining. Thank you. No worries thank at you, all. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Good luck you. with the show. Yeah. Yes. yes. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Welcome to... I'm not going to do it in this bit. You can say Joe Boucher. Maybe I'm not saying that. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> and now we welcome Tash McGeeghy yep. and Joe Butcher. Welcome. Yes. Thank <laughs> Hiya. you. Hello. You're very welcome. Welcome to our show. Joe, you are playing the biggest character, literally, on the stage, so the giant. Um, yeah. Can you tell us a bit more about the giant and the costume, as much as you can tell us? Yeah, I don't actually know what I'm allowed to say. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I will tell you it's massive, it's heavy, it's sweaty, it's hot, but it looks awesome it's got <laughs> things that move it's very lifelike it's very tall i think i could probably tell you i think i'm about 12 foot tall yeah. in total that's quite high up jay it, mm, it's a little yeah. bit scary <laughs> but it's uh, it's great it's it's so i mean it's cool it's uh, it's uh well it's a new skill it's uh you know, you don't yeah. do much when you're 12 foot tall, you know, <laughs> so, in general life. No. And it's, yeah, I think, uh, I think it's quite scary. Also quite handsome. Well, naturally. Oh, I'm inside you it, there you know, you come on. <laughs> <laughs> Boosting the confidence. I'm sorry, I'm, I take my hat off to you because I think that's quite high up to me. You don't have to do a dance routine or anything. Uh, no, don't have to dance. I do have to do a lot of walking, mm-hmm. a bit of singing, mm-hmm. some lines. But, you know. Yeah. What about the fight? Oh, yeah, there's a whole fight scene as well. I did forget about that. (laughs) Don't record this. (laughs) Right, okay. (laughs) And Tash, you're um, playing Fairy Aubergine, also the giant's wife. Yes, that's why Um, I'm biased. (laughs) Thank you. Um, This this is about Fairy Godmother. Um, So... Can you tell us about the magical moments for Fairy Opening? Like the secrets to making that magic happen on the stage and live stream? Like, again, as much as you can tell us without giving too much away. Um, I think uh, with Fairy Aubergine, most of her magic is uh, from the earth. So, like, she uses a magic leak. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it harnesses the uh, power of nature 
and the elements. Mm-hmm. And also it requires a lot of fairy dust, right. um, which okay. I will be asking the audience to help me with because obviously it's quite hard to manufacture fairy dust on your own. What with the fairy dust shortage mm. at the moment. So I'm really asking people to dig deep yeah, with this. I can imagine. Um, there's also some very... <laughs> None of this is in the show. No, it's not, is it? You want to see me hot seat, babe. Uh, not a thing. And I'm sitting there going, oh, yeah. I mean, I can't tell you what's been happening in Fairyland. It's been no. insane, like, the last 18 months. Um, so, don't give me away. I'm trying not to give away the secrets of the show. No, that's fair You're enough. doing very well. Thank yeah. you. I'm and not uh, giving away anything to do with the show at all. Well, that's part of the excitement of the magic. Um, there's also some very fancy uh, camera work that mm-hmm. has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, that's true. That is I true. I can vouch for that. Right. That's Thank true. You. Okay. Uh, which allows some of the magic to happen on screen mm-hmm. um, for those in the theatre and at home as well. Um, so lots of uh, whooshing, lots of sparkles, lots of um, quick changes, actually. Yeah. yeah. Very quick changes. Keep your eyes that, I don't know open. whether to believe it or not. No, no 100%. <laughs> Keep your eyes peeled because some of them are going to be real quick. <laughs> um, oh, my. <laughs> definitely at least one eye opener. I haven't seen your costume, so I'm excited. Oh, now. I wasn't yeah. talking I about mine. I thought you two were married. I mean, in the pantomime. <laughs> I just, Joe, I wondered, do I need to tell my mum? <laughs> because I had no idea you felt that way. <laughs> I'm just constantly in character, you know. Mm, wow. Yeah. I, oh, your method. We trained at the same drama school. So I know. Obviously, uh, things were very different after I left. Not, not that far apart, though. I was on the same site. Where did you both train? Uh, Rose, Rose Bruford. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <Ta-da>. you. <laughs> Three years training. <laughs> and look what we've achieved. <laughs> oh, it shows. It does. It really does. <laughs> now, Joe. Yes. I wanted to say this to you, and it's probably not as funny anymore, but I'm going to just say it. Joe, welcome again. I thought you'd be a lot taller, and it doesn't work now. <laughs> 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 but it was at the top but anyway never mind but so, there you go look okay, go everyone pretend that that was funny alright <laughs> I knew it I knew you'd love me right okay uh, actor drummer yes. what, other, what else do you play oh uh, that's a good question okay uh, I play a bit of bass a bit of double bass mm-hmm. I play a very small amount of saxophone and keys right so percussionist pretty much yes. all the way through yes Acting or music? Oh, I think for me, the two always existed separately. Like growing up as a kid, I loved playing in bands and doing that kind of thing. And then I loved the theatre stuff. And, mm. and I never really thought about the two being together until actually I went to the open day at Rose Bruford and went, oh, there's a course that does acting and music. That sounds quite interesting. And then, yeah, from there, really, that was it. And mm. it, it was, uh, yeah, really interesting. So I went as a drummer. Uh, when I started Rose Bruford, I didn't play mm. any other instruments. Mm-hmm. And then during the time, kind of picked up other things. And then my first job was actually playing double bass. And to suddenly be going, oh, yeah, crikey, like, this is really cool. And I'm doing something I never thought I'd do. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I, they're so they're so different, but I, I, I love them so 
love them both the same that I couldn't I couldn't choose. Right. And to do both is amazing. It's yeah. just it's just really cool. And I think it looks great as well for I've gone on to see actor museo shows and, mm. and to see it as an audience member, you go, Oh yeah, they're they're doing everything. Do, you are like, a bit in awe actually sitting in the audience and think, how can they do that? And look yeah. and they can dance. <laughs> and they can dance. Honestly, you guys just keep going every yeah. time. Now the talent comes out. <laughs> just stop being so good. <laughs> <laughs> and Dash, you've been on TV. I was looking at sorry, I was, you know, researching you a little bit last night. I, I don't know quite nice what for work. <laughs> <laughs> Does Graham watch count? Because <laughs> TV stage, you've, not, you've done quite a lot of the Globe, surely. You have. It says that you have, or is that a lie as well? Is that anything about you that's true? Tash, did you go to Rosebrook? Are you an actress? <laughs> um, I wouldn't like to say. <laughs> right, we've come to that moment. Mm. It's Christmas joke time. Have you prepared? Oh. See, you see, you see, this is what happens. I've forgotten it. This is what happens when... Oh, no. Come on, really? I've got one. Okay, I'll use my best globe voice. As you like it. <laughs> oh, very good. Yes. <laughs> oh, they just keep coming. <laughs> um, <clears throat> what does the sea say to Santa? Oh, I don't know. What does the sea say to Santa? Nothing. It just waves. <laughs> right. That's that's quite good. I've never seen that in a cracker. <laughs> but then, like we said, what's true, we never know. We'll never know with you, Tash, will we? I mean, <laughs> stop making me out to be an international woman of mystery. Everything is true. I'm an open book. I really don't lie. I'm really bad at it, actually. Apart from, apart from about fairy dust in the show. No, that was a question about magic. <laughs> and I went down the route of magic. Okay. I'm did. a fairy. And oh, a giant. And a giant. And Joe, can you remember? I've genuinely forgotten it. Really? You haven't got one? Do you oh, want me to give no. you one? Yeah, go on, whisper one. Um, you could just say it and yeah. we'll cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, come on. What kind of Christmas pastry hides in a bakery? I think is how it goes. A mince spy. Yeah. Has anyone else okay. given you that? I'm just getting something behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were filming this for evidence of how well, badly prepared I was. Please get behind the scenes that Joe Butcher questioned my entire CV. I had an hour off in rehearsals today and I spent believe. the entire hour looking at Christmas jokes and I've forgotten every single one. You'll remember, you'll remember it as soon as you walk out right. the door. Christmas pastry, I'm going to steal that. Yeah. Go on then, Joe, deliver it. <clears throat> Oh, I've forgotten it. <laughs> Shut up. Just leave Wait, it. What's, what's the best time of... Best what, type of... I, what, is it, what kind of Christmas pastry hides in a bakery? bakery? Gotcha. I don't know, Joe. What kind of Christmas pastry hides in a bakery? A mince spy. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Right. God, that was awful. <laughs> Tumbleweed. <laughs> Okay, guys. Right, I'm going to let you go now, but thank you very much. Oh, my God. Is any of usable? <laughs> so comedy. Sorry. He does comedy. Do I? Well, no. <laughs> Actor, drummer, comedian. <laughs> Joe Butcher's the name. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank Good you luck. Thank you. thank you. Thank you for coming. See you soon. See you soon. Welcome to you both, Nick Bryan and James Haggy. And we're meant to call you Haggy. 
I think everyone does. I think if you've got a surname like that, you normally end up being a haggy, don't you? I think it supersedes James quite easily. Yeah. <laughs> There's a natural flow in that. Right, Nick, maybe start with you if that's all right. Yeah. Right, Nick, you first. Tell us about your character, Flesh Creep. Okay, so Flesh Creep is Panto Baddy, but not the big scary baddy because that's the giant. So Flesh Creep is more of the henchman to the giant. So goes around, sees all of the people in the village, steals their gold, threatens them with being boiled in a pot and they're General, general, do well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Flesh creeps, lovely. <laughs> so giant's assistant, as such. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so terrifying or just moderately frightening? Would like to think that they are a bit terrifying, but no one seems to be very scared. <laughs> <laughs> I always wonder if there's like a finishing school or something like that for these panto baddies, where they have to go to university and graduate with a little mortarboard that you know. They can... <laughs> I would love that. They got their two two degree in henchmaning. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to get Pete to write another yeah. another yeah. episode. Behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> um and Haggy, it's great having you uh, here again at the New Wolsey. You're an absolute favourite here. Um, uh, as, well, I hope you know, so. And you're playing Billy. Um how are rehearsals going? Good. Yeah, I, I mean there's always the case with pantos where there's not enough hours in the day because they're just so complicated to do and particularly being act a muso show you're putting a play on you're also putting a musical on you're also putting a gig on and uh this year with the covid um uh, safety protocols and everything like that we're putting a lot of stuff on video and a lot of extra stuff for people who are screening from homes and things like that so that's it's been really fun the filming's been absolutely fantastic but it's just added another sort of little layer of complexity to that sort of trifle of panto mayhem that we're all going through yeah, but yeah. I mean, the great thing is, is that it's always a great group of people. So it doesn't, it doesn't feel like work when you're all just mucking about being silly, really. Yeah. Just as well, really, because it's a long haul, isn't it? It is. Yeah. But every time you work here, it's kind of like a family. Yeah. So especially at Christmas, it's all mm. about family, isn't it? So, mm. so it's, it's was, quite nice. I was literally about to say to you, you've been here so many times before. We've seen, we've had you on, on the stage plenty of times it's lovely to have you back as well you are a singer and a trumpeter as well as an actor did you play other instruments as well i do and in this i'm playing a little bit of drum kit um, <laughs> rocking out and, with the boys and flute which we've started to call the reluctant flute um, right, okay. because neither me or danny really wants to be playing it <laughs> But coming back to the New Woolsey, what does that mean to you? Oh, it's lovely. And especially because throughout lockdown and, and all of that, I, I saw uh, the Snow Queen. I sat at home and watched it, streamed. And then I came to see Never Lost at Home as well. So it's just such a lovely place to be. And everyone supports everyone, whether they're in a particular production or not. They come, they come back just to see it. Back to you, Haggy, as well. So you're quite well known for being a bit of a prankster. Um, I mean, Am you, I? you made me jump the other day, even <laughs> oh, yeah, in the I office. Did. Yeah, to be fair, yeah. Um, I did get you good. And sort of a comedy character in the show. Would you say that you're that off stage as well as on stage? No, I'm incredibly <laughs> violent. And uh, I'm just glad they haven't caught me yet. But when they do, there will be some stories. No, um, yeah, I, t I think so. I, t I, I tend to get, I tend to get less funny as the, as the run goes on. Cause the more knackered I get, the more I, I put up my little Z bed in my dressing room and fall asleep between shows like an old man. You've been falling but, asleep during rehearsals under tables. Yeah. I have my, li I have my little nana naps. I can fall asleep anyway. <laughs> yeah, so... Do you get hangry? Is that another one? I do get hangry, oh. yes. But I think most people get hangry if they admit to it, don't yeah. they? Mm, yeah, yeah, I think mm. that's a, a true mm. condition.
question. Yeah. So we're not going to put you under too much pressure, but we did really want your favourite Christmas jokes. Do you have? I do. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> what fabric makes the best Christmas jumpers? Don't know. Feliz Navidad. Oh, I did that wrong. <laughs> I didn't quite. I didn't quite. Feliz. Set up. Feliz. I just. I just. <laughs> You know what? We were talking about that at lunchtime and the only I, all the ones I know are so filthy that they will be unbroadcastable, I'm afraid. Right, okay. So, uh, well, I can tell you one that you can cut out later, well, which is <laughs> Dr. Pepper. Don't know. Because it's... <laughs> Well, that's not going to get broadcast, is it? <laughs> Snip. <laughs> we might work our way around that one. I've <laughs> never heard that. Never. Uh, Listen, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, try the beef. <laughs> thank you to you both so much for giving us a tiny bit of your time, but I know it's so precious. Oh, so. no, thank you. Thanks for the show, and we cannot wait to start watching the, the, the dress rehearsals and then the, the real thing. Absolutely. We, we can wait a week. <laughs> yeah, see you in a week. All right, thanks. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Next up, it's Jack and Jill, played by Neil Urquhart and Danny Piper. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hi there, guys. <laughs> we'll start with you, Neil, if that's okay. So Jack is, is one of our most loved pantomime heroes. Um, tell us about your Jack. Um, what's going to make him our most favourite? Well, obviously, he's incredibly charming, you know. Um, no, it's going to be really good fun. We're doing kind of traditional panto stuff, but there's a bit more bite to and a bit more edge this time. There's a lot of the kind of, some of the adult jokes, but obviously, incredibly charming. Um, you can sing very well, all of that good stuff. Of course you can. But yeah, yeah. I'm uh, doing a bit more of a kind of country and western accent, so it's uh, a bit of fun. And right. something that I've not done professionally before, which mm-hmm. is a bit, yeah, a bit yeah. of something new. Yeah. And yeah, oh, just, he's, you know, your traditional panto hero. Mm-hmm. He's got a bit of bite to him because he's got to give as good as he gets when it comes to the dame and all the other kind of very unattractive, horrible characters that we find yeah. along the way. Big characters. Not, not, not you, Danny, of course, of course, of course. I'm talking about, yeah, big sweaty Steve and all that. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that kind You're of... actually just sitting in his chair. He just sat there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, he's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very excited to portray him. Yeah, and you're finding the accent going all right or a challenge it's great oh i absolutely love accents <laughs> sounds so great just a bit of i didn't realize you hadn't done that one before oh, no. i thought you were just offering it because that's what you did yeah god i can do that one to save my life <laughs> i just love them yeah especially the oars and all that lovely yeah. bit of that Excellent. yeah it suits him so you're natural, obviously. <laughs> and Danny, so Jill is uh, traditionally the sort of darling of the pantomime, yep. um, but she's got a bit more to her in this one, hasn't she? Yeah, which is really nice. Um, yeah, she's been written with a little bit more pizzazz. I think just a little less passive that yeah. maybe sometimes she's been portrayed as. So it's really nice and fun for me. She's got a bit of bite. She kind of shouts back at some of the baddies and she gets to do some of the like silly stuff in Act 2 mm-hmm. with the dame and stuff, which is really nice for me because the princess roles don't always necessarily get to do like join in on the fun mm. so yeah. yeah i'm very much looking forward to getting to be a bit silly as well <laughs> yeah she's by no means a damsel in distress yeah yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. she's not she and you've played uh, like sort of princess characters before here i think haven't you yeah so this is actually my third one here 
The first one I did was Sinbad, and mm. then I did Cinderella a few yeah. years ago, mm. uh, which was lovely. Mm. And then I had a couple of years off, and then pandemic, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so it's really, really nice to be back. It is generally one of the nicest theatres I've worked at. Just everyone's lovely. Yeah. So many people say that there is definitely something special about this theatre. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, there's a reason I think all the like actors come back here yeah. and cast and crews come yeah. back here because it's just a really, really nice place. Like, good atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Even coming back for a costume fitting before we did this job, it was like coming home almost. Being was like, like, yeah. all my friends are here. Everyone was like, "Hi, yeah. oh my goodness, yeah. how are you? So how I, been?" I was going to ask you that. How long have you known you're going to be Jack and Jill? Ooh, <laughs> how long have you? Known? Well, a, a while because it was last year. I got offered it. So 2020, we were going to do it and then restrictions changed again. So they said, okay, sorry, we're not doing it this year, but we're Mm. going to try and redo it next year. And then maybe it was this summer, six months ago, that it was kind of officially definitely happening. Mm. So a bit of a hard one to answer. So a while, a long time coming. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know until a couple of months beforehand. So (laughs) it really made me wait on that one. Yeah. uh, That was all right. Oops. It's worth the wait though, wasn't exactly, it? Exactly. exactly. Now, um, the show runs, but from the 25th of November to the 8th of January. Yes. You guys have to be so super fit, healthy. I don't know how you do it. How do you do it? Oh, it has yeah, a lot of shows. So, um, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's looking after yourself. It's, you know, eating your vitamins, having a yeah. Barocca every now and again. Yeah. And yeah, it, just trying to kind of keep yourself focused as well because mm-hmm. there's a point where you're getting to like hey here comes show 100 or whatever when yeah. you're doing these kind of long runs mm-hmm. of things and it's just realizing that yeah you're living the dream even if it does feel like oh it's you know it's a 10 in the morning show and we got to be mm-hmm. right up there but there's somebody else out there who'd be dying to do it so it's really yeah. you've got to absolutely yeah. give it everything do you, do you wake up in the morning and think yes another day i'm going to do it i do but yeah. especially after what we've all just been through it's felt mm-hmm. like it's been a while so actually like I feel like my stamina took a bit of a hit. So when we first started, first week of rehearsals, I was exhausted. I was like, God, I've forgotten how to yeah. how to do this. But it's slowly building back up again. But yeah, also I've just been so excited to get it back. So that does kind of help you go. And then your body just gets used to the routine. And then you get back into it. And I brought mm-hmm. my Nutribullet with me from London. And I'm just absolutely chugging down smoothies Vegetables, every day. Yeah. Vegetables. <laughs> In the meantime. And are, are you a fan of pantomimes, Danny? Yeah, definitely. So I used to see them when I was younger, because actually my uncle is a drummer, and he used to play for some pantomimes, and so I would go and see those. <laughs> really enjoyed it, then didn't see it whilst I was a teenager, and then I grew up, and then I had a lot of actor friends who started doing pantomimes, and then I came back as an adult, and I was like, pantomimes are like filthy like i didn't realize all the, like, all the stuff that goes over your head you as a kid so yeah and i was like oh my god um i just think it is so much fun it's just one of the very few genres in theater where you can just be absolutely silly you can really play um you can like, kind of communicate with the audience so much yeah like it's yeah, yeah. i really really enjoy the yeah. un- uniqueness of it yeah. Yeah. neil have you been in many pantomimes before well i did aladdin two years ago right uh, in oh, you did, you did it here so yeah there's actually a photo of me on the wall of sorry i'm new here but that was uh that was uh in 2019 so yeah we did uh pantomime and then started auditioning for things and then pandemic so it was it's been kind of like uh panto either end of pandemic which has been really lovely um but yeah, I've been in that one before and I always just went as a kid. We were always went to the Kings in Glasgow and 
even now there'll be family get-togethers and we'll still go, oh, there's a goose loose about this hoose and all this like weird <laughs> panto stuff that happened once years ago and is just stuck in the vernacular of the family. So that's it's been great. Yeah, I do love a panto. Are you a long way from home then at the moment? Well, yeah, uh, yeah. family are from Aberdeen right. and Glasgow and all yeah. the different bits of Scotland. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's a, bit, a little bit far from home. Get home for Christmas. Oh, no. No oh, way. Right. Okay. There's no way we're Doesn't getting home. Doesn't look like you're that bothered. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. It's all right. Like, at that point, it'll be like, I'll have a day off then. I'll have a couple of days off. Yeah. not doing Boxing Day shows no, as well. You're not. So, yeah, 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 ideal, right? Um, yeah. But nice. you know, it's a long way just for a day. And yeah. As much as it'll be a little bit sad, but yeah, you can Zoom the family and speak yeah. to them and eat a bit of turkey true. on your own, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and there's going to be lots on the telly, so that'll be it, right? Yeah. Catch up on all the Netflix stuff that everyone's exactly. talking about and I've just yeah. not seen. Yeah. Rest your voices, not talk for two days. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Voice yeah. rest. Button. Have a couple of drinks. <laughs> of course, <laughs> no, of course. It's Christmas. It's Christmas, yeah, really. <laughs> uh, exactly. Now, everyone's done this, so you guys have to do it too. Your favourite Christmas cracker joke, please. Yes. I had a good one the other day. I'll see if I get it right. It was, what happens to Father Christmas if he gets stuck in the chimney? I don't know. What does happen to Father Christmas if he gets stuck in the chimney? He gets claustrophobia. <laughs> All right. That was good. Very crackery. Okay. Thank you. Like that the brief well. completely beautifully <laughs> done. Thank we just you. roll away. <laughs> and... Um, what do you get if you eat all of the Christmas decorations? Dunno, what do you get if you eat all the Christmas decorations? Tinselitis. <laughs> I think we've had I that. We've had a tinselitis. Oh, no. <laughs> we thought there must be some crossover eventually, and eventually that got to back up or not. Yeah, all right, well, I've got another one. I okay. do have a second. Oh, yeah, I'm back up. Yeah. Yeah. Why are pirates great? I don't know why pirates great because they are. <laughs> That's one of my favourite jokes. Right. It's just great, right. very, very Christmasy. Yeah, and there's really no way you can mess that one up. Like, you know, you've got to try really oh, hard. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure I could if I've I seen you mess up a few. Uh, yeah, well, no, never. Uh, I don't know. Hey, you guys are meant to be in love. Be nice to each other. Listen, thank you very much for joining us. Um, We cannot wait to see you on the stage. We wish you all the luck and all the success with the forthcoming pantomime, Jack and the Beanstalk. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you to all of our guests and to Catherine for co-hosting this show. Jack and the Beanstalk opens on November the 25th and runs right through to the 8th of January next year. And it's showing at the New Woolsey Theatre in Ipswich. You can watch the show at the theatre, but if you're not close by or you prefer to watch from home, every show is being live streamed. So no matter where you are in the world, you can join in. Thanks for listening to the Suffolk Pod Show. Find us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Or you can visit our website, podtalk.co.uk. And here's our disclaimer. The Suffolk Pod Show will not be held responsible for any omissions or errors in its podcast. The Suffolk Pod Show is produced purely for entertainment purposes. Views and opinions are that of our own or that of our guests.